Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So let's wrap up what happened this week in Connecticut. It's Friday the 13th. It's January 13th. So let me tell you what happened this week in Connecticut. For the first time ever, marijuana became legal in Connecticut for the first time on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. The lines in some places were around the block and others not so much. It's estimated about $200,000 worth of pot was sold that first day. And along with that, an estimated 44,000 misdemeanor convictions are going the way of the dinosaur. They are going to disappear in light of the legislature deeming that people should not have something on their record for a behavior that is now completely residentially legal. Now that it is legal in Connecticut, there is a lot of talk about impaired driving and how our police officers are going to be able to screen for impaired driving. There is talk about the regulation and paying attention to the THC potency of the marijuana that you're buying. And there are worries about the psychoactive substance being disguised as candy and gummy bears in the wake of two separate incidences, one of a an adult bus driver who accidentally got hold of some gummies and became very sick and could have led to an accident, but thankfully it didn't lead to any fatality. And a case in Westport where some of these candy-disguised marijuana ingestibles were left in a school bus and the kids got sick. So there are worries about the packaging. There are concerns about the potency. But on the whole, for people who are happy to not have to have a legal consequence of a habit that they've developed over the years. They're very happy to be able to get high without fear of any legal recrimination. The city of Norwalk changed its zoning to allow the sale of marijuana in residential buildings because in looking at this, they decided that so many of the places in which marijuana would be sold would be mixed-use buildings which had apartments on the top floor. On the Lisa Wexler Show this week, we heard from Jordan Davidson, a 22-year-old college student who grew up in Weston. This is what he had to say. You don't need to be thrown in prison or thrown in jail just for having a little bit of pot on you. Um, It doesn't need to be criminal ordeal and your life doesn't need to be ruined by an arrest record, that surely is bad policy. 
but you also don't need to fully commercialize and legalize a substance and put pot shops on every corner, like in places like Seattle, where they have more pot shops than Starbucks and McDonald's combined. In other top stories this week, this week in Connecticut, the city of Norwalk considered equity grading in a front page story in the Norwalk Hour. We did a deep dive into that earlier this week. Some of the important points about this are that this Blue Ribbon Committee is recommending that behaviors like lateness and the doing of homework are not considerations in grading, that math be rejudged so that in a mathematical class, the lowest score that you can get is a 50 as a minimum grade. Much of this is based on a book on equity grading by Joe Feldman that this committee studied. And there was a lot of discussion uh, in our, on our show and in the community about whether or not moving to this kind of equity grading and eliminating things like participation from counting as part of your grades was a wise step in trying to promote equity uh, and, and promote good students in the city of Norwalk school system. The Capitol was closed out of respect for Quentin Williams, a 39-year-old legislator from Middletown, with the entire legislature, including all six constitutional officers, coming out to show respect. This gentleman was a black legislator from Middletown, the 100th District. He's survived by his mother, Queen Esther Williams, and his wife, Carissa Williams. You may recall that Quentin Williams was killed last week in a wrong-way collision at 12.45 a.m. after leaving the governor's inaugural ball just after being spending a day where he was sworn in. A great tragedy and one that may lead to more political action on the causality and prevention of so many wrong-way collision fatalities in the state of Connecticut. We also found out this week that Connecticut has the highest electricity costs in the continental United States. So we don't count Hawaii. Hawaii is very far away. But among the 48 states in the continental United States, Connecticut has the highest electricity costs. There's a lot of talk in the legislature about what to do about it because Pura, our public utility regulatory authority, led by Marissa Gillette, who comes on our show every month to talk with us exclusively. Pura has limited authority over the for-profit Eversource and Avangrid, which owns United Illuminating. There are proposals for structural changes, which may be in the works. The electricity industry was deregulated in the 1990s. We spoke with Representative Christine Conley of Groton on the subject. I don't agree with our charges. I think they're way too high. Um, I don't have any power under the current laws to control it. So that's why I put in a bill um, to take some of the power back to the legislature. And I want to be clear that I, while my district is half Eversource, the other half is municipal power. So oh. you can go down a street right now. And where I live, I got a 9% increase because I happen to live in municipal power. But if I go down the street five houses, someone else got this. 52% increase. So State Representative Christine Conley has proposed a bill. She has sponsored a bill in the legislature in which the legislature would have an up or down vote on electricity rate hikes. We'll be following that closely. In other news this week in Connecticut, Westport residents are gathering in a petition to ask the local RTM, the representative town meeting, which is the local town legislature, to overturn the rezoning of the Saugatuck district. Calling themselves Sensible Saugatuck, they gathered enough signatures to request that the RTM overturn the Planning and Zoning Commission. They require a two-thirds vote. 
There have been a series of Zoom meetings that have been scheduled. The first one couldn't happen. That was last week because so many people signed up that the town was not able to accommodate all the people that wanted to listen. So this week, they opened it up to more people. They had 200 people estimated from the public trying to weigh in on this. But after a five-and-a-half-hour meeting, not one person from the public was heard. The RTM was very engaged and busy asking questions of the P&Z commissioners about exactly what this new law will do. And this is something in the works. In the meantime, this week in Connecticut, Governor Lamont promised tax relief for families making $150,000 to $200,000. Let's hear from the governor. It's a state that's got some momentum right now. We have uh, a lot of people moving in this state. We have a lot of jobs that are unfilled. If I have a goal, it's to uh, get people back to work, lift people up, make sure that everybody gets the skills they need for a better job and allow you to keep a little more of what you earn with a middle-class tax cut. I'd like it to affect everybody earning up to um, $150,000, $200,000. Folks maybe who are most squeezed during inflation and, um, again, give people an incentive to get back to work. I'd like to do that for the rate cut. It's a lot simpler, quicker, and easier than targeted rebates and the such. I think we can get that done. And more, more, more importantly, we can do it on a supportable basis, not the type of thing we're going to have to change back a year or two. I want something that people can count on. It always gets a little complicated. Um, There will be those that want more targeted rebates, uh, less middle-class tax cuts. Uh, There'll be those on the uh, uh, Democratic side, liberal side, that maybe do want to raise taxes on some people. There'll be Republicans say, why are you only doing this much tax cut? Let's do a much bigger tax cut. Uh, That's the nature of the political process. That's Governor Lamont talking about, as part of what he is going to propose this year, for Connecticut residents, he is looking to target those making between one hundred and fifty thousand and two hundred thousand dollars a year as a household, and give what he deems that to be the middle class a tax cut. And this week in Connecticut, our final story: we have received news that money is pouring into the state of Connecticut to fund more wind power. Uh, we know this. We are one of four states that is the beneficiary of a tremendous amount of money that is coming in to push the agenda that more wind power is essential to diversify our energy sources. On the other hand, this is the same week that we have seen that six dead whales have showed up on the shores of New Jersey and New York within the past month. Environmental authorities are pleading with the Biden administration to stop the momentum of all of this offshore building. We know that marine creatures navigate by sound and the noise from the wind turbines may be disrupting their migration patterns. There's also a suspicion that survey boats from the companies could be part of the problem in that some of their equipment or the boats themselves could be colliding with the whales. The coalition estimates that over 150,000 marine mammals are at risk from offshore wind projects, including the critically endangered North Atlantic right whale. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Fisheries, NOAA, the North Atlantic right whale has suffered from an unusual mortality event since 2015 with 35 whale deaths recorded to date. It is estimated that fewer than 350 North Atlantic right whales remain in the world. The Biden administration has not yet responded to these ocean advocacy groups. I'm Lisa Wexler. This has been This Week in Connecticut. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 